1: Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the automotive and automotive social media worlds. I'm your host, Sam, from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass, and this week I'm joined by Paul Wallace of Supercars of London fame. Oh, cool. Welcome back. Your second podcast of the year. Your your third time on Behind the Glass. I know. Special feeling, right? Yes. You are the most regular guest, aside from Tony of Gravelwood Cafe. (laughs) 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 Uh, Anyway, you are joining us here in my living room once again. Uh, We are here. We are ready and ready to go. We've got our vitamin C drinks, because uh, if you don't know, in the UK we're currently experiencing hell, um, i.e. an inch of snow, (laughs) Um, and it's been making us all get We need a little bit of
2: vitamin D in here as well, because we're lacking sun. We're lacking sun, so we're just trying to get
1: those defences going. Um, Today is the first Formula One special podcast of the year. Um, I've been talking about it quite a bit in the podcasts that have been happening to date. Uh, By the way, if you haven't heard those, feel free to go back. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you're subscribing to this channel, turning notifications on. We do an episode every week. If you're listening to us, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and make sure you're following us there, because... We are going to be doing a lot of these F1 specials, um, post-races, mid-season, analyzing, talking, discussing... (laughs) Mid-race-even. Mid-race. Oh, he's gone for the overtake. He's landing. Mainly because I'm obsessed with Formula One, but also because I know Paul is, and we're going to also have a number of different Formula One-themed guests coming on during the year. Oh, I'll tell you about that later. (laughs) Whoa! Um, I will be subscribing. (laughs) Lots of very exciting things. But we are doing this now because I have just returned from Formula One preseason testing.
2: And I've just completed my first season of F1 2017 on Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go for you? I came third in a driver's championship racing for Force India. Second driver, but I performed outrageously. You I definitely got... had it on easy setting, right? No, <laughs> I didn't. What? I did have traction semi on though. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> <Pussy>. <laughs> I got an offer from Ferrari and Red Bull Racing. This is so unrealistic. <laughs> as a second driver the most unrealistic thing is i went for red bull racing did you <laughs> so oh I, my god i'm now second driver of red bull racing and max verstappen's first what happened to danny Witt? Yeah, that's, that's so harsh I, that's what god, i thought know how code co- masters yeah. need to sort that out
1: yeah code master, sort your life out anyway so as you can tell there's a lot of f1 things going on in our lives right now <laughs> <laughs> it's a very exciting time but it feels like an appropriate moment to do a bit of a sort of 2018 season preview and analysed the first week of testing so if you are not interested in Formula 1 Switch this probably off. yeah <laughs> probably isn't the episode for you um, I apologise if you're not into Formula 1 if you're not interested please do come back next week um, it will be the Geneva Motor Show special an hour long special with Tony from Gravel Car Sales um, and yeah make sure wow, you're subscribing brilliant. An hour with Tony? Mm. Yeah, it'll be painful, won't it? But there'll be a lot to talk about. So. Yeah, there will be. <laughs> um, So yeah, make sure I come back for that. Uh, for now, as I say, we're going to get cracking with all things Formula One. So, did you keep track
2: of testing this week? Were you? I did. Well, weirdly, you were in Barcelona. Yeah. And I was in You're Barcelona. You were in Barcelona, <laughs> not at the track. <laughs> not at the track, unfortunately. But the weather this year made for an incredibly interesting few days at Catalunya. For sure. I followed it as much as I could via twitter so i haven't seen any video clips i oh, know i did see alonso come off on was it a monday did okay it come off yeah, on monday? yeah 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 when wheel um, flew off. but i've been thoroughly enjoying the different variations that teams have been putting like different tires on like and just panic yeah. just <laughs> been panic in the pits because no one knows what to do no one's tested with a beast from the east a beast from the east because whilst i was in barcelona sorry to uh jump back in please when i was in barcelona It was snowing on the Monday that I was there and the Tuesday. Yeah. And they said it hadn't snowed like that since 2003.
1: Whoa. (laughs) I have to say people looked really scared. They just didn't know
2: what was going on. Yeah.
1: Um, And that did tie into the Formula One paddock. So I was there on the Tuesday, which was very cold but dry. On Monday afternoon, they had a bit of rain. Uh, On Wednesday, they were completely snowed out. And then on Thursday, which was yesterday, the final day of testing, uh, again, it was pretty cold, but they got some good running in. The thing being that I think, unfortunately, the reason it was such a shit show, like you mentioned, is that it was very hard for them to really do any meaningful testing. Because I don't think any races of the year will be run at the same track temperatures that they were operating at testing. It was struggling to get into double figures for track temperature and if you're new to formula one or don't know about that that is a disaster because (laughs) essentially whilst aerodynamics and power and all that stuff are very important the things touching the ground are the tires and they are quite crucial and they have to operate at a very high temperature i heard around 100 120 degrees uh, celsius degrees Celsius? Just, yeah just 100 degrees 100 degree. <laughs> of something 100 degree. I, I tuned out of that bit of the briefing <laughs> um and as i say so operating on a track that was about six degrees they were really struggling to get the, the temperature in the tires at which point the running became a little bit pointless mm. so there's not a lot that we can disseminate from the actual running apart from the final day which we will touch on yeah. towards the end so what i thought we could do instead is kind of run through the teams talk about what we think about liveries uh, think about what we think about the driver lineups we're going to make predictions We're going to place a five pound bet right now Mm -hmm. on our one, two, three finishes for the Drivers and Teams Championships, which we'll then look back on at the end of the season. Yeah. And then also I want to discuss
2: the halo. The halo. Halo.
1: Um, Very controversial topic. As I say, we're going to save that for the end. So let's kick things off with, I guess, the place to start the current world champions defending world champions mercedes now going for their fifth championship in a row mm. um lewis hamilton also uh going for his fifth championship in a row not in a row but fifth championship <laughs> god i need that vitamin c today don't I? <laughs> um so discuss what do you think about the look to the new car
2: i mean it's the same as last year isn't it <laughs> <laughs> And the year
1: before <laughs> i mean of all the cars
2: <laughs> visually it's the least like yours like course cool, same, yeah same as large, a bit of a thinner nose but that's not to say that it doesn't look cool because i love the color scheme i think i attempted to do something very similar with my mercedes amg gts yeah which didn't quite come off um but i do like the look of it and i think that what we saw even though we can't go by that much from what we saw in testing Mercedes did look fairly strong when they were out. Like Bottas did put in a fair amount of laps. Bottas
1: put in all the laps. <laughs> Lewis turned up for an hour, uh, which again we'll touch on in a second. But but yeah, fundamentally the car looks very similar to previous years, but therefore, well, I mean, why would they change it drastically? Because they've been having so much success. Um, what's the point in trying to to uh, revolutionise? They're just evolving instead. They're creating a legacy. That's exactly it. And And, and you're right where... They didn't do too much sort of headline activity. It was just plowing through the miles. And they didn't do that many miles in the first few days. But when they were on track, they looked Mm. very confident, very comfortable. I think worryingly good for those who are not Mercedes fans.
2: I think the funniest thing about Mercedes-AMG is how hard they work behind the scenes it's like an iceberg you know you see the tip of the iceberg which is lewis hamilton that goes around on instagram and posing his incredible life bottas kind of tones it down a little bit but behind the scenes there's like 400 minions <laughs> running around creating this perfect car so that when they turn up we're like oh my god look how fast they are and it's all of the hard work that's been put in they're not wasting their time designing another livery <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah yeah, it's fine it's
1: fine it's fine let's concentrate on real stuff that gets performance <laughs> yeah. the livery's fine <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) So just to come on to Lewis Hamilton briefly there, because you did kind of touch upon it. Um, I find this really interesting. The last three or four years now, he's been quite anti-winter testing. Mm. Um, I think we all uh, are aware that Lewis isn't a guy who, I don't know, he doesn't seem to bother with attention to detail he yeah. turns up and he drives. That's yeah. that's the that's the image that he puts out. It mm. could We could all be wrong. None of us yeah. know it. Well, we don't know him personally. No. As much as we wish we did. I've tried to. <laughs> um, but he gives off this look that, you know, whilst maybe Nico Rosberg is somebody who worked his butt off to get every single tenth of a second he could and ate raw potatoes before a race and things like that, <laughs> uh, Lewis would just turn up and drive. Yeah. And through winter testing, he's been kind of quite negative about it the last few years of saying, oh, it's just boring and I don't really enjoy it. And... I think that's an easy thing to say when you know your
2: car's really good. Yeah, because everyone else (laughs) on the grid is turning up and like just so worried that their car isn't going to be any quicker. Yeah, and desperately working
1: with the team and with the engineers to learn everything to try and progress. Like like, whatever, we're good. I'll tell. I am going to slowboard with. I'm quick. Our car's quick, so (laughs) I'll go model for Tommy Hilfiger.
2: But I think that's where the love-hate relationship with Lewis Hamilton and F1 fans comes in because he perceives himself and portrays himself as someone that just turns up everyone knows he's got the natural talent to be that quick but then teamed with the fastest car on the grid it does make his life look incredibly easy
1: it does and so just to recap for those who didn't see uh, he drove a handful of laps on monday afternoon decided not to turn up on tuesday not to turn up on wednesday and then turned up again in the afternoon on thursday and which was hilarious was whilst (laughs) bottas had been bashing around like putting the laps in and no big headline times lewis turned up on the medium tire whilst everyone else was running around on the soft ultra soft or hyper soft and he set a lap time half a second quicker than anyone else yeah. and was like cool see you later guys car feels good yeah like it's it is you're right it's such a marmite thing because it's a big middle finger to the rest of the paddock who've just been slaving away trying to make their cars really good and it, it was quite a depressing thing i think because as much as I'm a Lewis fan, I'm a, I want competition in Formula 1. I want to I be But I think competitive. he does as
2: well. Like, all of the interviews that he's giving and all of the press releases that he's giving, even on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, he is saying that... What was the quote that he said? He was like, I'd much rather my competitors be at their best so that when I win, it feels worse for them. Uh, and you know what?
1: I've noticed he has been saying this a lot more since Bottas joined. Mm. And I'm not, you know, I think Bottas is a great talent and he would wipe the floor clean with us on, on a racetrack. But I don't think he's providing the same challenge that Rosberg did. And, and as much as on track, I wasn't a fan of Rosberg. I'm mm. sure he's a really nice guy in real life, but, but on track, I, I just, he was Hamilton's rival. So of course, yeah. I was like, um, <laughs> uh, but, but, but I think it, it's often underestimated just how good Rosberg was. He, he, Made Schumacher look a little bit average. Yeah. And he pushed Hamilton so far that he actually ended up winning a title away from Hamilton. Yeah. So. I think Lewis is now feeling a little bit underwhelmed. Um, last year was a bit of a walkover once the car got up and running and Vettel faded away. Well, once he turned up as well. Once he turned up. Once yeah. Lewis, And this is the thing that, I, I'm sorry, this is quite Lewis Hamilton heavy right now. We are going to move on to the other teams and drivers in a second, but we're big Hamilton fans, so we like to go in. Um, Have you seen his on? Yeah. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I, I want to see it. Um, is that what will frustrate me is if in the first five or six races, He's a bit slow to get up to speed, or he has some issues with his cars. Do you remember the year when Mercedes had those various weird technical issues? Yeah. And every time it happened, but Rosberg the- knew what to push on the steering wheel. Yeah. Rosberg figured out a way to finish the race. Rosberg somehow coaxed his car back to life. Yeah. Hamilton, because he hadn't been paying it well, it seemed as though he hadn't been paying attention, or it seemed as though he didn't put as much care into the level of detail that Rosberg did would end up not knowing what to do. And so, you know, as I say, it's hard for us to to guess from the outside, but it's just the way that he presents himself. Mm. Um, And I will be frustrated as a Hamilton fan if those things happen in the first few races and it takes him half a
2: season to get up to speed. I almost feel like Lewis Hamilton is playing F1 2017 on Level Easy. (laughs) And you know when you, like, either qualify at the back or you you do a couple of laps with your eyes closed and then try and catch up the rest (laughs) of the pack? I've never done that, that, but sure. (laughs) That's probably what he's doing. He's like, for the first five races, you know, I'm just just gonna play around with the steering wheel yeah gear. i might not go into seventh gear when yeah. i need to oh
1: wheel spin off the line oh no what am i gonna do
2: now just trying
1: to make it exciting for himself. And then come
2: back and spar yeah. and be like okay now i can go cool. i'll pay attention there. um
1: anyway so yes i think uh formidable looking force mercedes i think have uh, got to be uh favorites for the title once again this year and lewis looking pretty strong and funny enough talking to quite a few people in the paddock at Barcelona, it's they're all pretty accepting that Lewis is is the strong favourite at this point to, to take another championship. And that will then, I think, draw a big question mark over his future. Mm. And we'll talk about that, I guess, in future F1 episodes because we need to move on to the other teams and drivers. But There, if, are, there are other teams and drivers? Nope, not not my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, according to our notes, there are. Um, but yeah, if he wins a fifth championship, his contract is coming to an end. I I could easily see him bowing no. out um, if it's a walkover because I think his motivation is yeah. is fading a little bit because yeah. he wants competition yeah. and it's not there. Anyway, so yes, moving on now. Weirdly, whilst I'm a massive Hamilton fan, we all know I'm a massive Ferrari fan. Mm. So Mercedes, yeah, they're great, but I do still root for for Ferrari. Oh,
2: yeah, um, you always, yeah, wear the Ferrari al- always hat. will, always um, will.
1: And of course, this year they've got uh, Vettel and Raikkonen on board once again interesting one um, you going to talk
2: about livery because I yeah, can no no it's not you know I'm really
1: upset with the livery I talked about this with Tony in a previous episode I'm furious because I thought Ferrari going in quite a cool way recently with adding in the white and there was a bit more like harking back to some you know more Mar- generations. and now it's just like red yeah. really red and I know that's a Ferrari colour but I was just a bit like oh come on guys put the yeah. white in
2: um, make it white Loads of Ferrari's. Well no, white.
1: but you know, red and black. Like the old eighties uh, or nineties for Ferrar- early nineties was red yeah. and black. That was really cool. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna get caught up on liveries which are fundamentally. What
2: right. about the Rosso F Rosso Fruca? Fruca. They did that one, yeah.
1: They did. It was called F 2007
2: I think it's, it's a, called yeah. it's called like F one two thousand. It's yeah. a paint colour. Yeah. yeah. Um That's the year that Raikkonen color. won the championship.
1: Yeah, yeah really nice colour. Um so yes. Uh, not a lot to say for Ferrari at this point. They looked impressive, but they looked impressive last year and then they buggered it all up. Raikkonen, I think, came on a little bit stronger last year than previous years. I still think he's just a solid second fiddle to Vettel. Second fiddle. Fiddle. Fiddle to Vettel. Figgle, fiddle, fiddle. Fiddle. Like, I don't think that there's few other people who would do as good a job as Raikkonen. Yeah. But he's not there to win
2: races. No, but. I think the worst thing about this whole relationship with Ferrari Vettel is is he knows that. And he he kno- saw that last year as well and I, th- I think, think that- he kind of accepts it. Yeah.
1: Was it where was it, was it Monaco who's on pole?
2: It uh, was Monaco who was yeah. on pole. Yeah. yeah and
1: he was just like yeah like yeah I won't win. Yeah. He had no <laughs> point he was like it's pole. Yeah. The race is tomorrow I'm not going to win. So um that is dis- disheartening to see because I think we all love Kimi and he was obviously a huge talent and it is still a huge talent. But um, he's just kind of accepted that role of, of being very, like having a very nice time driving Ferrari and Slowing down before retirement. Slowing down before <laughs> retirement. Um, let's see how long uh, he will be in that seat for following 2018. But yeah, Vettel, you've got to think that they're up there as, as competitors. Um, but we all got so excited last year when he was doing well and it all went to poo. So I don't feel like there's a lot to say about Ferrari, do you? No. Okay. No. That's- Although... Nah. <laughs> 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 Let's move on to someone, so a team we can talk about, Red Bull. Woo-hoo! woo So I was obviously hosted in Barcelona by Aston Martin Red Bull Racing and I say the Aston Martin part oh, because not only was it them who invited me. It's like um, um, a pound hard. Yeah, but... but Like They are now a huge part of that team. Firstly, I love the fact that there's a massive Aston Martin logo on the rear wing because whenever you see pictures of that car now, you see Aston Martin. It's on
2: the front as well. It's on the front. It's as if it's an Aston Martin car.
1: Well, I think that's what they're kind of trying to move towards. And I think if the engine regs do change, that is what will happen. I think Aston will buy the team outright. Hugely, hugely exciting times for Aston Martin. And I think very exciting times for Red Bull. They came out on day one looking shit hot like like we're here to not mess around because in so many previous years since red bulls domination they've started
2: the season so slowly would you remember last season last season's testing we were both saying like oh they're hiding something they've got this new tech that's coming in they're going to be slow off the blocks but don't worry when they turn up in australia they've they've got some tech And they literally didn't, did not. They did it, not. Did and it took until like Belgium for them yeah. to be like, "Hey guys, we're
1: here." Like, it was like come <laughs> on! And by the end of the year, they were arguably as quick as the Mercedes. Yeah.
2: And but Max did have a, Max and Ricardo both had pretty bad reliability issues last year as well. Ricardo right?
1: had a very unlucky year. Yeah. Max obviously got um, the the couple, of a couple of Max. victories, but yeah. Um, Do you remember,
2: it was it Austria yeah yeah lap. you're right
1: actually he had a heart they swapped the yeah, uh, the luck yeah. swapped halfway through the year but they are looking competitive mm. a strangely uh a small number of laps yeah. in the first week i think they definitely had some issues on the tuesday when i was there they had some issues on the thursday as well i couldn't tell whether they were niggling little issues or something quite serious obviously they're still running the renault engines um i think this
2: could potentially be the last year yeah. of that um I'm excited to see how they perform in the first half of the year. Oh. Because it's by far, even Lewis didn't perform in the first half of mm. last season yeah. and still managed to win. But I think for a team like Red Bull to start building that confidence, yes. they need to come out the blocks quick.
1: That's the thing. And I think the re- uh, you know when Vettel was dominating in Red Bull, oh God, I loved Red Bull. Yeah. I was
2: like, oh, that's so boring. Yeah. Oh God.
1: And I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about Mercedes. But... The thing that is saving them right now is their driver lineup mm. because in Ricardo or Ricciardo, whatever you want to call him, and Verstappen, it's so exciting. This feels like the future. This feels like serious talent. They both seem like cool, fun guys. They are epic on track, both of them. Like yeah. slightly different driving styles, but as amazing.
2: And as flamboyant as each other. Overtaking way. is exactly
1: yeah. in different ways. Yeah. I, I think Ricardo's a bit more. Stu- I, I have to say, let's pretend no one else was a competitor this year. If Red Bull were the the Championship contenders I do think I would put my money On Danny Rick Mm. Over a season I think he has That consistency I think he has The right mental uh, He has the right Attitude Yeah I think Verstappen Is still a little bit Too young Too young I think he's a little bit Reckless I think he's getting Better and better But he needs to Iron out a few things And I think In a championship battle It might boil over With him I could be totally wrong But that's where I would put my money Is Danny Rick But
2: remember was it two seasons ago when Rosberg and Hamilton smashed into each other on court, yeah. corner three of Catalonia? Yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Verstappen did not crack under pressure. No. Led it, for like, and that was his first. But, he, but he's, he's won a, a lot of races like that. Yeah. I
1: just think it's different between winning a race and winning a championship. True. And I, I do really think, and I think it really, if it's an inter-team battle like that, mm. I think Danny Ricks... Ever smiling personality would chip away at you. Yeah, I think the more stressed out you'd get, you'd be like, (laughs) "Stop smiling! Stop having such a good time! (laughs) This means a lot to us." Um, So yeah, really exciting things. I think. Yeah, I just think they're both dudes. And I just and didn't
2: Ricardo win best overtake of last season? Did he at Baku? Remind me. Home straight. Oh yes, was amazing! Three, like three, three cars, three, three three cars, cars and like that. Yeah, a couple of wins. I think that was overtake of that the was season. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah,
1: he's he's amazing. He's incredible. Yeah. And let's hope that they sort their reliability out and have a solid year because it would be very Didn't exciting it. for it's everyone as well.
2: Just started at the back and then worked his way through. He's done it a few times. At the tail end of last season, he did it two he or was, three races. Yes, you're so right. So cool had a lot of engine penalties, and, so and both cool of them did. Both of them did
1: for Red Bull. Okay, let's move on to Force India.
0: I
2: love that team <laughs> Why did you go Because the car looks awful Yes okay so Second year with the pink livery But last year Am I not right in saying That it was a satin It pink? was just a cooler livery Wasn't it, it But, but maybe just, What's that
1: <laughs> this lovely flower Arrangement <laughs> we have here Just <laughs> drooped and died Right <laughs> in front of our eyes
2: Is it Because It was so fresh Last season That they changed to pink That we were like Whoa I just think it was a better livery. I don't like the I do. white. I don't like the white they've introduced. I think the pink is too overly saturated. You know when they go. Into, I think it's too pink. Yeah, like I think they've gone into paint uh, and oversaturated. Uh, pink. Maybe.
1: Yeah, it, it it looks a little bit more gimmicky than it did last year. Mm. I have to say on, on track as well. Like it's eye catching and obviously they're getting paid a ton of money to yeah to have it. The the big question is finishing fourth in the championship last mm. year, having a really strong year. It was can a- they match? Can they repeat that? Because
2: Force India definitely, oh, like, overachieve. They overachieve and they slip under the radar all the time. All the time. Perez is by far one of the fastest drivers out there. He's killing <laughs> it. He's, he's absolutely so killing it. He had his blip in Mas- in McLaren yeah. and he's now killing it. But then Ocon is was the most reliable driver because he only got knocked out or sort of his car failed him at the tail end of last season. And apart from that, he'd always finished his races.
1: I'm going to make a big claim and say that Ocon will be a championship contender of the future. I yeah, actually I rate him yeah, above yeah, yeah. Perez. I think Perez yeah. is great, but I think Perez probably had his moment and slightly blew it. Yeah. And I think he will slightly go down the roots of a Yano Trulli or yeah. you know yeah. like, like a great poor guy, poor guy <laughs> or like a Nick <laughs> Heidfeld like really great driver but never never quite met, never, able to yeah. make that step up. Yeah. Ocon I think is gonna go from strength yeah, to strength. I, I think He's we will see so him young, in a cool. in a championship winning team at some point a Mercedes, a Ferrari, a Red Bull, whatever it might be. Um I, I think that guy is serious Talent, yeah, uh, and I hope this year he kind of takes a step on uh, and puts Checo away a little bit, um, just so that people can sort of really be aware of that talent. Mm. And I hope for Force India's sake that they remain as competitive. I think they're going to really struggle to hold onto that fourth place this year
2: because I just think a lot of other people have stepped up the game, as we're going to talk about. Yeah, the one thing that I kind of want to talk about Perez and Ocon. Would you like to see them fight more, or would you like to see them work? More as a team. A fight more. It's hilarious. <laughs> last year, how many crashes did they have together on track? It was brilliant. Talking about Ricardo and Verstappen and their sort of relationship as a sort of flamboyant duo, I feel like Perez and Ocon are literally like ice hockey players. Where they yes. Just, they just fight on the There's track. Like, I see them. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just drove into each other, it's, like it's full it's on. It's brilliant. And Force India must freak out.
1: I think... you when know are together on track. It's a weird one. Because that car was so good and because they were scoring points, I don't know whether they saw it as a little bit of good publicity. I
2: don't know if there's like a subconscious was, side of them. I was just about to say that. Because the- they got a... They got a lot of airtime,
1: and they might need you know they need money. They need to finish up high in the championship to get that money. But don't forget that they also get money depending on how much airtime they get on mm. TV.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. And I don't think they were out there going, "Guys, crash! Should we get on TV?" <laughs> but I think maybe there was a sub somewhere subconscious dig down. There's some drama. Going, yeah, going. That's yeah. not the end of the world because yeah. Ocon still got three points or yeah. or whatever. Because that's kind of what happened. It was quite where they actually took each other out. Out. You know, maybe they would crash and one of them would bugger off, but yeah. then the other person would still finish sixth or seventh. Yeah. So. So they they got lucky as i say i think they're going to really struggle to hold on to fourth but i really hope they do because it's a brilliant story for formula one that an independent team like that can do so well i'm gonna
2: say i kind of hope they slip down oh really mm, because i really want to see mclaren up. There. yes okay well, well let,
1: let, i'm jumping again yes um the other thing is that there's a very solid chance that by australia
2: they're not going to be called force india yeah, because that was supposed to happen before the start. So it was over season. winter, yeah. and
1: they're saying it still might happen. Uh, so uh, we get one shot each. What would you like forcing it to be cool by the time they get to? Australia. The Pink Panther. (laughs) (laughs) Pink
2: stars. (laughs) I honestly think there should be something pink in there. Okay, so
1: Pink Panther and Pink Panther. Can you imagine? (laughs) And it's Checo Perez for the Pink Panther (laughs) racing team. Come on, that's amazing. Pink Panther F1. Pink Panther F1. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's move on to what I think is probably a little bit of a depressing topic. Go on. Williams.
2: Oh, dun-dun-dun. I always have a soft spot for Williams. Yes,
1: I think we all have yeah. a soft spot for Williams. Williams, are those as that team that I think we all want to succeed. Like, obviously had so many glory days um, in various eras of Juan motor Pablo, racing.
2: Montoya. Juan Pablo Montoya.
1: Um, <laughs> Best car ever on the f But, ride. like, Damon Hill, like, you know, like... Yeah, I back think in the day. In every era, uh, like, 70s, 80s, no, uh, 80s, 90s... Williams was always had. They were always there at some point, yeah. except for this decade mm. we're now in 2018 we've got two years left for them to get up there and they had that one season when was it Massa and bottas 2000 mm. and it was uh 15 14 14
2: i thought it was 15. 15
1: 15 14 or 15 14 or 15 where well, they were competitive but they yeah. were never going to win a race they were just competitive because they have that brilliant mercedes engine yeah. and they they got lucky Things have slowly been, I think, unfortunately declining for them. And we have to kick things off. Um, there's a lot to talk about with Williams, but we have to kick things
2: off with the driver lineup. Yeah. So they've kept Lance Stroll. Yeah. Who I think, you know what, I think he earned his place. I think he earned his place. And I think, seeing in the testing as well, I think he's coming out of his shell a little bit more and he's now got that first season under his belt. Like, he's made his mistakes and he said the wrong things. Like, oh yeah, I always crash in a corner on the PlayStation. <laughs> In Monaco, like... Yeah, Lance, I crash in Monaco on the PlayStation as well. Too, but you're, like you're a pro Formula you're 1 driver, you actual Lance. driver.
1: I think he got a lot of slack for having, you know, paid for a seat, as so many Formula 1 drivers do, but people never like to talk about it. And, and so he got a lot of uh, pressure for that, being too
2: young, but, you know, not necessarily... Maybe, a seat. maybe, maybe like, but you need that season. I feel like he needed that season and he's still there. And like you said, he's earned his place now. And I think he's going to have... If the car is competitive, I think he's got the talent. And I think over the next few years, I think it's going to be quite exciting to watch him. Hashtag if the car has the... Uh, yeah
1: mm. yeah. <clears throat> so let's move on to the second driver in the team, the very controversial mm. Sergei Sirotkin. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, you don't know much I, about Sirotkin, do you? I, I don't, know. He's been floating around for a while. I know he's Russian. He's Russian. He has got big money behind him. But, you know, as I say, Alonso had big money behind him when he had Santander following him around mm. the world. So so he had big money behind him, and he's been floating on the edges for a long time. I think there was a moment where he nearly joined Sauber when he was, like,
2: 16. Wow. Okay.
1: Uh, he very nearly got the Renault drive. Um, so he has
2: talent. Well, but, this is the question. But we had this conversation about Stroll last year, like, does he have talent? This is the question, is the the. Has he he, pr- he hasn't proved
1: himself? Whenever he's been knocking on the door, the articles always said it was money. Yeah. That's why he was knocking on the door. When he was 16 and, and people were, were mentioning him, it was because he had all this money. Um same with Stroll though. Mm. Uh my question is if you're really that good and I know a lot of people out there are gonna say it's not about always talent in Formula One, why didn't you get a seat earlier? Yeah. Why you know, because I know that it's all to do with money. To get that seat into Formula One is is a lot to do with money. And it's not down to talent. But if you're very very talented, I think you do find a way to get in somehow.
2: Yeah, but I mean, even a test
1: day or something. Like he did plenty of young drivers' tests.
2: I think those drivers are so few and far between though, because they don't come through the ranks that often. Are. But like, look at Ocon. I know he's a Mercedes young driver, but look yeah. at
1: Verstappen. Look at these people that... That's two. A big talent. Uh, Hamilton. Perez. Hamilton. Let's look at the thing. <laughs> <know>. Van Dorn. <laughs> yeah.
2: Gasly, yeah, but I mean Van Dorn hasn't...
1: Magnussen,
2: Sainz,
1: Leclerc this year. You're like, just
2: reading everyone now. That, but, that? But, but, <laughs> but like, you're... I think These you're, are really talented people. You're going for, like, the standout drivers, which is But that's what you eyes- need to be. Formula 1's yeah, best of the best. Of course, yeah. But even out of the 20 that we've got written down here, like, to me, Hamilton and Verstappen are the only real standout talents natural <laughs> talents <laughs> punchy thing to say <laughs> okay i think maybe
1: we're being unnecessarily harsh on sir because we, I have, think we haven't seen him race. i think you are we haven't seen him race uh my big i thing hope is, you don't have russian listeners <laughs> no <laughs> maybe i do what's up guys? Uh, and i'm I not think you should show him some more support i'm he not going to get on the band camp of like. should have put Kobitzer in the car because i think he just i don't think he's ready Kubica. Mm. I, I think i think that's the whole thing but what i'm saying is if if Williams are going to start to struggle, if Williams are slightly going down the pecking order, do we think it's good that they've got two very young and relatively inexperienced drivers? And Claire Williams' big argument is like, why is everyone giving such a hard time? We're promoting young talent. We're bringing up talent through the ranks. You know, other teams should be like us. But what they're missing there is that you need experience sometimes to help push a team forward, help develop a car and these two young guys might not be able to help do that. They, they could, we don't know, we, we're, we're gonna find out. I just
2: think having those two guys in Williams' cars is cool and I think they are gonna be a little bit loose on the track mm. and, and it might cause mm. for some exciting action. Whether they're like sort of defending wrong or going for yeah, some yeah, yeah. punchy lunge or whatever it is, I think they're gonna bring back that
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere
2: else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a
0: given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free
2: job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thought of immaturity to to the F1. But, But how is that
1: good for Williams? airtime no <laughs> <laughs> they need but, all the sponsors they can get well no but this is the thing is they're losing sponsors this is yeah. the problem so the, yeah. the big news that came out around testing is that Martini unfortunately aren't going to be renewing their sponsorship of deal of Williams isn't and that is because uh, parent company which is the Bacardi group the... have said that they don't want to put any money into Formula 1 anymore mm. they don't see it as being in line with their corporate messaging who knows whether that's the truth or not there were some rumours that because both their drivers are now under the legal drinking age that's why they couldn't have Martini branding on the yeah. car because Stroll couldn't wear any of the martini yeah. branded clothing last year um but i think that's probably not true mm. i think probably williams just haven't provided the results haven't martini went in there looking to join a team
2: that was going to do well but do you think stripping back these main sponsors is going to bring back that frank williams passion no into <laughs> the williams team no
1: i think they're just going to run out of money and really yeah i think I would be shocked at the day that Williams closed down. I I think they're too important to Formula One. I think they will always be there. And if you look at their history, the way they've managed to survive throughout the years with lack of funding, they're going to be there. And I think Claire Williams as well has got the same determination that Frank did. Mm. But I think without funding, they're going to really struggle. And they need to look at Force India and go, how are they doing what we should be doing? Yeah. Like how Force India doing so well... Uh, and how are we just not performing at the same level? And the reason I'm saying this is that they didn't look particularly strong in testing. No. It's like very hard it. to analyse first
2: week results. Yeah. But, but they, <sighs> they didn't do anything that impressive. Well, didn't I text you to be like, is this lap time a joke? Why is someone walking 30 seconds slower? <laughs> yeah. um, it was like, um, uh, well, who was it that did it? I, I don't know. Paul Dresda. He, he raced it hungry, didn't he? Yeah, 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 when he turned up. And he was he was just like, he was so off the page. Oh, sorry, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. He, his experience was in the latest F1 cars, he hadn't driven an F1 car in ages. Yeah, and he was
1: like three seconds off, and they're like, yeah. oh, that's really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did yeah. it all right, though. Paul DeResta did it all right. Paul DeResta did it all right. Go on, Paul. Um, uh, yeah, it's... I worry for Williams. Is basically where it's at. I worry for Williams. I think it's great that they got Kubica. I think that's a great story, and I think he's going to do a lot of test days. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he did a race. Mm, I, think, I think it would
2: be. I think it would be cool to see.
1: Uh, I think whether it's for Stroll or Sorokin or whatever, I just think that that might happen as a news story, as a press story, as an opportunity. But have you watched the onboard footage uh, of him with the halo device that Williams released? No. So they released a, a helmet cam of Kubica in the car. Uh, in the Williams with the Halo device, the first thing I noticed is his right hand, the dodgy arm, barely operates the wheel. Oh, so, so he's so almost driving one-handed. He's basically driving one-handed. Like y- You can see it's gripping there, but it just looks like it's supporting the wheel. Yeah. Um, and I think if he had an, a, a hint of the talent that he did have, um, that's, that's not can you imagine uh, doing- speed so if you had the hint of the speed that he did mm-hmm. I like, sure he still has talent I think Williams would have signed up up in a flash yeah I think the fact they've chosen Sorokin is not all down to money I think it's probably down to the fact that maybe Koops is not able
2: to can you imagine doing a Rouge with one hand oh yeah. my god 200 more oh wow. my god but yeah I mean oh. I would love I'm in full support of Williams I would love to see Stroll step up to the plate take that first drive and just be like come on then come on like, then let's Bring have it, it. let's, let's have do it. it go on stroll and, um, and just sit up sit up Ocon's arse sit up sit up Ocon's arse <laughs> on on, I don't know. Probably, what, yeah. probably the right word. Either way,
1: it sounds a bit <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, let's move on to another team that we, I think, all love or want to succeed. The wonderful, the marvelous McLaren. McLaren Renault now, yeah who arguably and have actually won officially the best livery of the year. And I, i, really? I yeah, yeah, and I would say that they probably, I, I love it. I think yeah. the car looks incredible. Uh, I like the, I like the Renault, but yeah, Renault looks nice as well. Yeah. A lot of people like the Renault, but I just think being around it seeing it in the flesh and seeing some pictures i think the mclaren just looks stunning it's not just down to the livery i just think it's a beautiful looking car yeah um uh, they had a tricky first week they had a tricky first week they had a good thursday the final day yeah
2: like i think it's nice to see them much higher up in terms of pace than where they have originally sat especially over the last few years yeah absolutely they definitely went for some
1: headline grabbing times Mm. i think there's a very obvious strategy so zach brown who's now obviously running things over at mclaren is a uh, he's a commercial guy like he he was the guy going out there getting advertising or or sponsorship deals for a lot of these teams for many many years he is very aggressively i think created a big large space in that mclaren saying advertise here um and I feel like maybe they went for a few headline-grabbing times to try and nail down a few sponsors that they've been speaking to. Um, but they look competitive.
2: Yeah, I think that's the most exciting thing because I remember we were at Monza mm-hmm. and McLaren qualified incredibly well, like 8th eighth, yes. eighth and ninth, yeah, it? then- somewhere around there. And I remember overhearing eavesdropping a discussion amongst a couple of other F1 fans going how cool is it to see McLaren yeah. a little bit further up because- people
1: want McLaren back up there yeah. you know, they're one of the most or, or probably the second most iconic team in Formula 1 yes. um, and they start to come good towards the end of the year. I mean, I say come good, it was towards the end of the top 10, but yeah. f- compared to previous they, years... The
2: last three or four races, they, they were strong. They were strong.
1: Um, the livery looks great. they got Renault on board, so fingers crossed they'll have some more reliability, but we're going to talk about how well Toro Rosso Honda have been doing in a second. Um, and... and there's hope. I mm. don't think they're going to be winning races. No. Um, but I think they are a solid shout for that fourth place in the championship. Yeah,
2: I think that's what I was going to touch upon yeah. earlier is that I would love to see McLaren and Force India battle it out.
1: And I wouldn't put it past um, Alonso to sneak onto a podium somewhere. Mm. Uh, oh, that'd be cool to I see. I think that'd be cool I'd to like see. I'd like to
2: see him have a smile on his face. Yes, exactly.
1: So <laughs> so exciting times for them. Obviously, Alonso also doing WEC this year, which is just mad. He's, yeah. he's a mentalist. Yeah. Um, and he'll start to regret that if... McLaren become very competitive Mm. Um, But anyway Good things Exciting things to see From McLaren Um, But yes Let's touch on The hilarity I think that is (laughs) Toro Rosso Honda Um, At the end of last year Everyone was like Poor Toro Rosso Getting Honda gone Like That's the end of that team They're not going Uh, anywhere What have they done to that engine? The most mileage Of any team Toro Rosso Honda Like averaging 100 laps a day They absolutely bossed it Yeah I mean, not a huge amount of performance, but that, again, we can't really look at the times of testing. You could never look at the times of testing, but specifically this week. This week yeah. But in terms of reliability, what an amazing
2: turnaround by Honda over the winter. I think if anyone can take anything from testing, it's the fact that Toro Rosso have been incredibly reliable. Yeah. Because they've just been pushing laps. Just bashing, in, bashing, bashing, bashing. Yeah. out.
1: And I do think there might be something in the fact that I heard a lot of rumors around this and spoke to a few people at Barcelona. McLaren and Honda just batted heads mm. because McLaren was so set on the design of their car, the aerodynamics, the package that they were trying to create. The Honda were like, we're going to struggle to make that fit in your super yeah. z- size zero package. And McLaren were like, well, you have to. Yeah. And I think Toro Rosso have been a lot more forgiving or a lot more open to what Honda have been saying. And, and that is, you know speaks volumes when they look at the reliability. And the performance might not be there, but they're a midfield team. So...
2: F one is a
1: team game. Team game. Team sport. Team sport. Exactly. So, I'm going to be intrigued to see how Toro Rosso do because they've they've the last five years though they've always been around and about. Yeah. They've just done. They've just performed I'm well. I'm
2: excited to see the drivers as well because obviously they're both fairly new to F one. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I mean, hardly not in the grand scheme of things, but amazingly in terms of actually driving in races, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, had a shocking. They both were thrown into that team at the end of the last year. Yeah. And had a shocking time with engine penalties and grid penalties and blah, blah, blah. So hopefully starting from afresh, a new partnership, new things going on, it'll be cool to see for yeah. sure. Um, Haas.
2: Love Grosjean. What I you, have what nothing to say about Haas though. A hero.
1: Why do you love Grosjean?
2: jeans, I call him. Just, <laughs> I just think he's, I've heard through the grapevine, he's got a massive schlong <laughs> in Formula One. That he is actually an insanely fast driver. Really? And he he, he has proved himself in some of the... <laughs> he did. But it's the car hmm. that is the the sort of... That brings the ASBO in him. Like, it's almost uncontrollable.
1: Well, yeah, because there's never any brakes. It's <laughs> endless yeah. brake failure. So I feel like almost... last year, he crashed at every single session of <laughs> yeah. every single track. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's why I like it so much. Because <laughs> I think it's just like... It just adds a little bit of entertainment to him. And... and he is a really fast driver, and I just think he's got a bit of a character about him that I just love seeing. I, him put I, a I find him on. a complainer. I, just, <laughs> I, just, I find him a moaner. I, I get excited and nervous at the same time when he, <laughs> when he drives out of the pits. <laughs> 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 nervous for it's, him, it's like cameras. Kid on Grosjean get on, now. On Grosjean I want on. to see. He could have been it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, the
1: Haas team, I just think. I mean, pff, I don't really understand what I they're they Madison, doing. I think I think hopefully, hopefully,
2: if they get. A drivable car. Mm. I would like to see them a little bit more competitive than they were. Yeah. What colors that has got? Yeah, these. yeah. They, but this is what I mean. Like, year, yeah, it, it was really cool. Is it the same? It's got a bit more white.
1: They've okay. added a big chunk of white. Okay. Um, but I just, I just think they're a bit of a nothing team. I think they're there for Ferrari to test a few parts on, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope they start to perform a little bit better. But, but they just feel like also ran. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And also ran. <laughs> The Haas team. <laughs> yeah. Grosjean was in a wall and Magnussen finished 17.
2: Um,
1: so yeah, I don't have a lot of emotion uh, around Haas and a lot to say. They didn't do anything particularly impressive mm. uh, at testing, but, but let's wait and see what happens with them this season. Uh, moving on, I think very excitedly to Renault, the works Renault team. You touched upon the fact you love the livery. What do you love about the livery?
2: Satin black.
1: Oh, sick! Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Khalifa <laughs> Whisk- um, Yeah, it,
2: it looks great. The car. It right? does look good. It does look good. And I think last year as well, they did show some of their performance potential in a couple of their races. Definitely like, again you know, towards the end of the season. Yeah, once
1: they um, got rid of that, the, uh...
0: <laughs> the other guy. Partner. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. <R>. <laughs> um,
1: I this. Aside from Ricardo and Verstappen, I think is the next most exciting driver lineup of Hulkenberg what and Science. Per-
2: Perez and Ocon. No, like because <laughs> yeah, I love no, no, Perez no. and Ocon, but I think Hulkenberg and Science, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. is
1: like but they're both just cool dudes. Cool dudes. I think Science is super exciting yeah. talent. Holkenberg yeah. obviously just rock solid. Yeah. Um, and I think I think Rena are gonna do big things this year. I think 100 yeah. percent I see them getting a podium. I definitely see gonna yeah. getting a podium. I think they look solidly competitive. I think they're going to be battling. I think it's going to be McLaren-Renault for that fourth spot. I think mm. that's going to be the fight with yeah. Force India nibbling at their yeah. tail. But I think both of those teams have really cool to see. pushed forward, and I think uh, Science is going to help them become, uh, you know, a much more competitive team. Hockenberg yeah. just always delivers. Yeah, um, I think he's going to have a tough time holding Science back, though. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think- Science is
2: super quick, and I think watching him last season when he was at Toro Rosso, wasn't mm-hmm. he, I just always felt like he was. He wanted to get further up the grid, yeah, but the car didn't allow him didn't to. allow him to.
1: So I think there's exciting things to come for that. And as you say, the car looks fantastic, yeah. and they they showed some promise on the the dry moments of the Barcelona test. And finally, we move on to Alfa Romeo Sauber. Cool looking car, cool looking car, I great brand,
2: way better than last year,
1: way better than last year. Awesome to have the partnership. Yeah. Officially, I, like I think Alpha they're Romeo. they're saying that they're running Alpha Romeo engines. Obviously, they're just rebad rebadged Ferrari engines. I it's the Julia engine. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ferrari engine. Um uh, but yeah, so so a very cool partnership there. Mm. Cool to have the iconic brand back in the sport. Um a- thoughts on Ericsson, Marcus? A Ericsson? little controversial,
2: right? Yeah. Like, to keep him in. Yeah, just, mm,
1: he hasn't done anything yet to prove that he's any great talent. I'm I'm sure he is, to deserve a seat in Formula One, you're not going to be slow.
2: But he's not done anything that made me think, God, this guy's really got something. Mm. But the car, like, the car is not as competitive as yes, but other cars. I'm sure this is the one thing that I would love to see in F1 is just equal cars.
1: No, no, just, get out, just, please, to sh- just
2: to show driver talent. But I'm sorry, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Be- I've had this conversation with but- a couple of people in motorsport.
1: Because... Firstly, that's the, the the antithesis of Formula One is that it's a team sport. And so it's all about the ingenuity and engineering and the fact that they've got to make better cars to win. But my point being that even in an underperforming shite car, you can see talent. And I hate to be a Hamilton fanboy. Yeah. I hate. No, but don't. in every single <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it really. It, really. Yeah. <laughs> every single season, that man has won a race. And you could say, oh, you know, he's always had a good car. 2009, people! (laughs) 2009, McLaren were poop. Yeah. Like, poop. Yet that man wins races. Yeah. And Alonso, back when he was driving for Minardi, you went, this guy's got something. Yeah, yeah, Like, you know, there's just times, I'm going to look through now, Ocon in Force India, yes, they're a competitive team, but you see that guy's got talent. Mm. Sainz, driving for Toro Rosso, people saw that he had talent. He's got to get a better drive. Yeah. So I don't think it's an excuse for Ericsson to go, oh, my, my car's a bit crap. Mm. Like, I just don't think it is. I think you can prove that you've got Stroll in a shitty Williams, managed to perform on occasions very well. People
2: went, okay, yeah. hold on a sec, he's yeah. not a piss take. Oh yeah, I agree. I think, I think Lance has definitely got more driver ability than Ericsson.
1: Where have those results been for Ericsson? And mm. I'm not saying he expects to be on pole or on a podium or whatever, but if the car is only capable of 17th, where are his... 14th, 13th, mm. 12th, when you go, that's a pretty impressive yeah, result. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. you know, God, RIP Bianchi, yeah. in a freaking mana Marussia, whatever, getting a point at Monaco. Yeah. People were like, this guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. talent. Yeah. And what is going to be so interesting this year is, is yeah. Charles Leclerc.
2: I'm really excited about obviously seeing him race in Formula 1. Watched a little bit of him last year during support races and things like that. And I think he will give Ericsson a Hard time,
1: I think more than a hard time. So, a lot of pressures on this guy. If you don't know, Charles Leclerc, 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 bossed it. French man, Monica Monegasque, actually. Monagasca. Yeah, um, money, bossed it. I mean, he won money. the Formula Two championship like no one else was taking part. I <laughs> yeah. mean, like, pole on like 75% of the races, like, came through the field a number of times. Like, he's just have he you seen like, Abby
2: last year? Have you yeah, seen? oh
1: my god, it's ridiculous. He, he looks like another level of talent, yeah of a sort of Hamilton Verstappen Alonso Mm. Vettel type skill level Um, first year in Formula 1 always going to be difficult these cars are uh, we keep getting told are very hard to drive Um, and Ericsson is now in what his third or fourth season yeah Um, so it's going to be interesting I would expect him to wipe the floor with Ericsson yeah if he doesn't I think it will be quite a sort of "Mm, hold on a sec I think it will what, be
2: Ericsson's talent, or Leclerc? no? The, like Leclerc yeah. maybe needs. But you know. again, I think I think give him at least half a season. Oh, for
1: sure, At least. But I could I could see him pulling out a few of those. Oh my God, he's qualified. Tenth. What he's yeah. he's done? What? Yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't think Sauber are gonna jump out of the box and be competitive. It's gonna take a while for that Alfa Romeo relationship to come into fruition. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 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 I'm exci- I'm excited to see what. What he's going to be able to do in a really mm. awful, awful car. I,
2: th- I think the driver lineup this year is actually really exciting because you've got some weird ends of the spectrum in terms of talent, driver yeah. style, yeah, 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 car absolutely. performance. And whilst we can't take that much away from testing, especially this year, more so than most. I just can't wait for Australia in that first corner. I know. <laughs> I always love Australia, because Australia's always a mad
1: race it. Because yeah. it's a street track, it never really relates to any of the rest of the year. So <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh
2: my God, it's crazy. Like,
1: Toro Russell are the best team.
2: And then never to be seen for the rest of the year. I just um, find that first corner is just like impossible to get out of life. Yeah, it's, I, I'm so much looking forward to that as well.
1: Uh, now we've run through all of the teams, uh, all of the drivers. Let's move on to the very controversial topic, which is kind of dominating Formula One at the moment, Halo.
2: I was just about to sing Beyoncé, but I actually can't remember the words. Halo, halo, halo. <laughs> yeah. in halo. I shouldn't know that so well. Um,
1: okay, so uh, I, I want to hear all your thoughts. A few things that I'll just say after seeing it in the flesh. Um, it, it, I think it visually looks horrific. I think the cars look weird. I find it very difficult to identify the drivers. I, th- I, think,
2: you've, I think the point that you made is very valid, that you kind of feel disconnected away from the driver and you when you said like it could almost be a robot driving that car yeah but i feel like an f1 in general even though it is an open cockpit like sometimes you really have to think when you see these cars zip past there's a human being in there because they are so talented and make it look so easy on something that is almost impossible for anyone else to do and they make it look so easy that it is difficult to connect to a driver even at live races through a tv or live it is quite difficult and the halo doesn't make it well you identified the
1: driver predominantly through the helmet, helmet. and yeah. i know they've really tried to increase the size of the driver's numbers on the car but i forget whose numbers oh, see who, I, like
2: so, see i use numbers quite a lot yeah. oh, okay I so use... i
1: mean i'll know if i in the team kind of but sometimes i'm a bit like I, I, for me it was always the helmet for me yeah. that was a, yeah. b- and a way to kind of like as you say connect with the driver mm. and kind of you know when a shot went past and like that the helmet was my sort of way
2: in like okay there we go so there was a photo that Mercedes posted of it was Bottas and Raikkonen I believe yes next to each other yes on the home it was Vettel out. I think I is think it, it was
1: Vettel it was the day I was there yeah Bottas and Vettel and they were like oh, we've so, missed this guys yeah
2: it's so good to be back and I was just like oh, who, who yeah well then you just got it who wrong is- so <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> that's exactly yeah. It. but I, I, I identified it by the numbers
1: interestingly in real life it's a lot easier to okay. see the see the helmets okay so it's the tv angles that i think are going to make it difficult yeah um and a little di- disappointing the thing which i found very interesting so we've got to remember this is all about safety and formula one released quite an interesting video of why they've introduced the halo um yeah. over in america they're testing the sort of windscreen type device yeah. which i think looks better but Formula one argued doesn't offer the same amount of protection now uh, if we go back to the Massa incident mm-hmm. with the the bouncing uh, piece of metal that hit him yeah. on the head, I think that could still happen with the halo. Yeah. I don't think it offers that yeah. much protection. I think a car coming in on a side impact. My first question is: is that not going to launch that car up into the air a bit more? So what's going to happen? I'm sure they've tested it a million times, but it seems I think weird. This, I
2: think yeah, I think this is the this is the thing that I have picked up on and just understood and accepted is that there is more than just one guy sketching all sorts of different designs for safety and they must have had hundreds of meetings hundreds of hours millions of tests all different designs and i kind of just have to respect and accept the halo as that's the best that they could come up with. Like, ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. is knocking the microphone around. <laughs> so excited about the halo. <laughs> you just saying there that like, it's gonna launch the car up. Like I'd much rather have the halo launch a car up a little bit higher than see someone get decapitated. Yeah, decapitated is <laughs> it's not good. But can we also just say
1: in all of the accidents, and especially the ones that Formula One used as kind of proof as to why they've introduced the halo, Apart from, obviously, hor- the horrible thing with Bianchi, which mm. was a freak accident, no one has lost a hand or a head. Like, mm. that hasn't yeah. happened. Like, yeah. like, Well, look it, at
2: the Alonso crash.
1: Yeah, I mean... And he just well, got out and walked. Well, okay, so this is what I wanted to come on okay, to. Okay, go. So I spoke to a couple of drivers yeah. uh, at Barcelona and a couple of team people. <laughs> I was a Barcelona... A name drop if you like. <laughs> um, but, but a couple of the team guys as well. There are increased safety concerns mm. around the halo so the first thing is getting in and out of the car yeah which now looks horrendously awkward yeah. and a lot of drivers are actually struggling with it people have had their suit caught on the halo people have tripped over the halo and the biggest thing is forever uh the sort of um uh, to be allowed to drive a formula One car you had to get out of the cockpit in five seconds okay so anyone who had an injury that was always the test you've got to be able to get out in five seconds in case there's a fire yeah because of the halo they've decided to increase that to 10. <laughs> now, the thing is, they're like, okay, well, as long as you can get on 10, you're fine. Well, at what point is the fire decreased? Yeah. You've just done that because the halo is getting in the way. <laughs> so to me, you're putting somebody at more risk if the car's on fire. And let's face it, these engines, I everything are very complicated and we do see drivers having to jump out of that car pretty yep. quickly. The bigger thing is that with the uh, different hybrid systems in this, how many times have we seen... Cars come to a hole, and drivers have to leap from the car because they don't want to get a ground effect and don't want to get electrocuted. They can't do that because of the halo. Drivers are struggling to leap from their car to the ground because they're tripping on the halo. So that's another concern. Mm. The third and final concern is if a car does roll and get tripped on an angle or upside down. It's almost impossible. It's to... almost impossible to get out of the car, but also, heaven forbid, there's a structural issue with the halo, which there shouldn't be because that's how they've designed it to withstand a lot. But heaven forbid, you are running very close to a Senna-esque issue of Mm. that halo coming very close to someone's helmet or body. So I think that's the least of the concerns because I think that's what they would have tested a million times. But I do find it bizarre that they're putting the driver at sort of risk of getting in and out of the car over and beyond any kind of impact.
2: See, these are the things that I haven't heard or seen. Mm. Ejector seat, surely. Just, yeah, ejector was
1: with a parachute. Just, just, just <laughs> but on top of that, it just look. It looks horrific. Like I'm I sorry, think, it looks yeah, horrific.
2: It doesn't look. It doesn't look great. I think seeing a lot more pictures of it and videos, it's bigger than I thought. Mm-hmm. And Wedgley, have you seen an onboard shot yet? Like a T-cam shot? I don't think so. No. Oh. It looks always like a
1: basketball hoop.
2: Well, <laughs> Lucy I just I just go back to the that that sort of to get to that point they must have done so many tests and so much so yeah, many but you see there's
1: there's money as well how, there's money uh, yeah. involved as well and somebody who came up with that design is there's a lot of money involved mm-hmm. and I ne- when there's money involved like that I never quite trust it because the windscreen, I can see what the issues are with the windscreen that yeah. they're the testing in America. But but the halo seems... The bugs hitting the windscreen. Well, just, just I mean, yeah, I need windscreen it. wipers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but, but the, the halo just seems a bit rudimental and a bit... And I'm all for safety. Don't get me wrong. Like, heaven forbid we ever have a serious accident in Formula One again where somebody, you know, young, yeah. old, whatever, loses their life. But at the same time, for a sport and a thing that's so technically advanced, the halo seems a little bit, fucking basic mm. to, to my just close the cockpit for god's sake just put a bloody canopy over uh, it
2: yeah but that will that will really send people over the edge i, know, it? I don't know anyway it's a, it's a weird <laughs> one and i
1: don't think we're gonna get used to it and if i'm honest i do think it will change
2: yeah i think i think you're right i don't think this is the sort of final tech that's no. gonna enhance driver safety and because it is so new and so just not what we're used to it will take a while to get used to it but There's
1: nothing we could do about it No no. Very very good point (laughs) Um, Okay so look We'll leave the halo Of course it'd be great To get everyone's thoughts I know it's a super Controversial topic People have been very vocal About it on (laughs) Twitter And Instagram everywhere. We could talk about Even more controversial (laughs) topics Grid girls. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it wasn't that controversial <laughs> we, we talked about it on a previous podcast. No one really cared. Oh, really? Well, yeah. No Did one. Really, no, no, do, do you? Okay. Just very briefly. Do you actually care about Grid girls? Does it actually bother you? No. No. I. And actually, now there's Grid kids. I mean, that's kind of what they should have done in the first place. Yeah. Plate, like,
2: I, I think the only uncomfortable time that I had was I was at Monza, and they had the Grid girls almost like paraded through the classic crowds. Italy. And it was just, it was just, Classic Italy. it was grim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, grim. like, so, so,
1: so, in the grand scheme of things, like, it, it, mean, it doesn't make the sport. It does, does nothing, really. Um, They're yeah, gone. I, so. I
2: just, I just felt uncomfortable at that moment. And I was just like, mm. yeah, a little bit over the edge.
1: Um, so, let, uh, yeah, so let us know your thoughts on the Halo in the comment section below. Um. I now want to, because we're going massively over time on this one, we've gone in on the F1 special. Apologies. 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 <laughs> um, just for those of you who aren't listening to Formula One, you definitely wouldn't be listening by <laughs> yeah. now. So, thanks for those of you who are still listening. <laughs> um, let's make our predictions for the 2018 season. So I want your Drivers' Championship first, driver's, second and third and your team's first, second and third.
2: In the order. <laughs> Obviously. <Yeah. laughs> you got to be. Verstappen in second. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, re- I think I would love to see Lewis win the fifth championship. He has to go at the top for me. I would love it. Love it. If Verstappen... Could turn up and come say no, it's
1: not what you want, it's what you think is gonna happen. But
2: oh no, 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 I'm going on my wish list. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna win five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, Verstappen. Ah, oh, you just can't ignore Vettel. It's really annoying because I don't want to see Ferrari up there. Oh get up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, Hamilton, Verstappen, Vettel. Okay, and teams? Merck, Ferrari, Red Bull.
1: Merck, Ferrari,
2: Red Bull. Yeah, we're not going to differ that much, mm. but I'm going to go... That's, I, I, I want Verstappen. That's I knew that I could probably guess what you're going to do. <laughs> I'm going
1: to go Hamilton first. Rosberg. Vettel. <laughs> <laughs> Rosberg, subbed <laughs> in for Bottas. <laughs> Hamilton first, Vettel second. Kibitza. Ricardo third. Oh, okay, that's cool. So first, second, third. That's cool. I think, I think Bottas fourth, Verstappen fifth. Räikkönen's sixth. Anyway, we're moving on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the first second. And teams, sure. teams, I'm going to say Sauber. Mercedes, Red Bull. Oh, Ferrari. really? I think Ricardo and Verstappen, as long as they don't come to blows, will provide stronger results throughout the year than Vettel and Räikkönen. Because I think, let's say, it's Mercedes 1-2, Hamilton mm. Bottas, then Vettel. Yeah. I then think it will be Danny Rick and Verstappen before Räikkönen. So, think? so I, I think as a team... Red Bull will as long as they sort their lives out. Yeah. I think can jump
2: um, I would lo- jump I would ride. I would love to see that. And yeah. that's not because I'm a I am a big Red Bull fan. I'm a bigger Aston Martin fan Mm,
1: yeah no I I think it would be an exciting time for them to to start working their way back up so that's it five pound bet done we will review this at the end of the season so November maybe even December (laughs) uh, depending on not we can sort this out God that's a long time away doesn't it It Uh, and we'll listen to these back and see uh, and I guess it's whoever gets the closest yeah I mean we've both gone for Hamilton winning the championship so it's Mm. then whether Verstappen or Ricardo gets in the top three basically
2: oh Oh, god who do you think
1: find out yeah pretty old predictions (laughs) below that would be good actually I'd love to know team and drivers top three predictions not who you want who you think realistically are going to be finishing in those positions we've gone over an hour
2: Christ! Christ! I really do apologise for wasting anyone's time out there.
1: Um, but yeah, these F1 specials—we've got a lot to talk about when it comes to F1. Um, i looking forward to the. We've nerded out a little bit. It hasn't been very light-hearted. We've just gone in on the facts. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I hope I hope F1 fans out there have enjoyed it. We're excited to do more of these as the season goes on. Some races we're going to be attending. We'll try and bring you as much behind-the-scenes information as possible. That's the whole point of this podcast. Mm. And I tried to share a little bit from testing, but really I just went and nerded out with my camera, so there wasn't much. <laughs> wasn't much more to say. Uh, just a great. Quickly on how the cars sound. A lot of people commented on my videos and the cars sound different. I personally didn't find that. I think it might have been the microphones that I use compared to TV. To me, the
2: cars sounded the same. They, um, from the from the videos that I saw, it sounded a little bit more high pitched. I'm but not I wasn't sure. There, yeah, I, wasn't I, I, there.
1: I definitely didn't go. Oh yeah, the cars sound really good. Yeah. Um, uh, so so f- from that point of view, I don't think so. But but you can find out if you're going down to a Formula One race or Goodwood Festival of Speed or wherever it might be. Um, will they have that. Will they have a current
2: Maybe. i don't think they're are actually allowed to are no. no but sometimes as
1: as they can rev them up They can sit them and rev them up
2: maybe
1: anyway um so yeah that's it i hope you guys have enjoyed it give it a thumbs up if you have as i say if you're watching us here on youtube make sure you're subscribing to the behind the glass channel uh for the weekly episodes turn on the little notifications bell so you know when these episodes go out they're usually sunday nights Sometimes they're a bit late, um, <laughs> and then if you're listening to us, uh, make sure you're following on soundcloudcom slash scene through glass or on iTunes Podcast by searching Scene Through Glass." Uh, any final words, Paul? Good. Thanks for coming along.
2: Uh, <laughs> I need—I actually need a red bull.
1: Ah, I you do need
2: a red bull because we've got a very busy day ahead.
1: Uh, thanks for watching, guys. We'll catch up with you very very soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.